Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Bree. And joining us all the way from across the world in Australia <laughs> is our lovely friend, Sarah Loves Mills and Boone, who we are so excited is finally here on the podcast. So, Sarah, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, we're so excited how, that you're here. Tell us how 2021 is going for you and how have you been taking care of yourself this year? Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe I'm finally here after all my uh, little um, technical difficulties and issues. (laughs) Um, 2021 has been quite good for me. Um, Down here where I live, it's been sort of weird sort of COVID more protected from COVID we haven't had the lockdowns um, that other areas have had which is good Um, but I've really sort of been taking care of myself by reading heaps heaps and heaps and heaps of books and you know that's something that I do because you know it escaping into another world is something that I've always loved to do and romance you know romance books are just the bee's knees for me and, you know, mm-hmm. it just really, um, you know, to take care of myself, just reading, eating chocolate, spending time with family and friends, <laughs> all the good stuff. <laughs> reading, eating chocolate, what a dream. I know. <laughs> yes. nah. Nah. Okay, I so I tell us, like, where where you are. So you said that you guys have been really kind of protected from everything yes. COVID-related. So how has that been? Like, you know, what are you all doing different than maybe – other places happen. I I, I just, it's so fascinating how it's so different in different parts of the world, you know, so Mm -hmm. tell us all the things. Well, (laughs) I live here in Tassie, in Tasmania, which is a little island um, off of the main Australia. Mm. And so we're a lot, we, you know, we're a bit more protected here from COVID. We've had the lockdowns and everything like that, but we certainly haven't had the lockdowns that say, Melbourne have had or Queensland or other areas in Australia Um, I think we've been quite lucky because a lot of people here are sort of you know they're more um, conscious of COVID and you know I think because we are a little island it does you know protect us a little bit more from Mm -hmm. people just coming in um yeah which is really good it's nice to sort of um and it's nice to have no visitors and stuff like that because the borders are closed and it's nice to be able to travel around Tasmania and not have the tourists and everything like that yeah fantastic (laughs) so I don't want to like I don't want to be weird but so I'm a huge shark week fan and a lot of shark week this year was like off of Australia's waters, and it yeah. was saying how COVID was so good for the marine life because there weren't boats and you yes. know humans yeah. ruining things for the you know the the animals the, the the water animals. So I'm I think that while yeah it may suck in ways, I think for just the Earth in general and the things that we take for granted having lockdowns and stuff and borders being closed has also just given the earth like a minute to Mm -hmm. chill without us messing with it, you know? It has. It definitely has. It's, you know, you saw the canals in, you know, in Europe and and all of those places and they were actually, you know, clear water for the first time in like decades. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 
So let's kick some, let's kick it off with some icebreaker questions. If you came with a warning label, what would it say? <laughs> if I came with a warning label, it would probably be something along the lines of feisty and or small but feisty. So, because I'm very, I'm four foot nine, but I do stand oh my up gosh. for myself. You're shorter so. than me. <laughs> I'm five two, and I thought I was, you know, a little, a little tight. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, yes, I'm definitely small but feisty. <laughs> I have a friend who's who's on the shorter side as well, and she calls herself fun size. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I have to use that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what is one of your guiltless pleasures? Oh, guiltless pleasures. Really just eating chocolate, reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I love just spending time looking through Instagram and looking through all the book posts and everything like that and just, mm-hmm. you know, finding my next good read. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like a book a day girl? Like how quickly do you read? I can read a book a day, um, mm-hmm. usually um, on during the week when I'm working. It's a bit harder, but I can, you know, if I'm if it's a weekend, I can read a book in a day. Um, yeah, yes, absolutely. Wow, yeah, because you and do I a lot of that. reviews. <laughs> so. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do, and I, I do. have to know because because you said chocolate. Is there a favorite chocolate that you like? Oh, I love peppermint <laughs> chocolate. I love peppermint yes. chocolate. Oh. Mhm. Mhm. Do you guys have Cadbury in 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 your neck of the woods? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, you know the mini eggs that come out at Easter? Do you guys get mm. those? Yes. Okay. I found them. They have candy cane ones. Ooh. Stop it. The mini <gasps> eggs with like candy cane pieces in them? Delightful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I will have to go. <laughs> I'm going to have to find them, and if not, I'm going to have to mail you a bag. <laughs> All the I'm way to Australia, down. Sarah. You'll, you'll, get them, you'll get them in time for Easter, but it'll be fine. <laughs> hey, look, you know. <laughs> I don't know, though. When Michelle Douglas mailed us those books, I feel like they arrived quicker than like anything else we've got from overseas. Enough. So who knows, you know? <laughs> you never know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What is one thing you find yourself nostalgic for? The good old days where there was no sort of pressure with the social media. Mm-hmm. Like obviously with my book page, it's, you know, there's it's lovely and I really like the fact that it's a community. But I think um, in other mainstream um, social media, it's become sort of a competition and I'm really nostalgic for the times where it's just – you know, you, a book, and not having to worry about anything, you know, having to be perfect or having, um, you know, having to mm-hmm. compete with people. Um, I really like that sort of community and, you know, the old school sort of, um, you know, everyone cares about everyone else, you know. It's, um, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think with with social media, it's like I, a blessing I, and a curse. Yeah, like, and I think Instagram. I use Instagram the most because that's the one that I'm mm-hmm. the most active on. But you know, I was listening to like a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and the interviewee 
the interviewer wanted to speak with somebody who had completely gotten off of social media. And so everybody recommended this person and they came on and, and she was just like, all of these systems have algorithms and algorithms are based off of fear. They know people will have this fear of like, if I'm not on there today, then I'm missing something or I may miss the yeah. opportunity to post something and get a new follower or a new subscriber. And like, it's just, it's meant to keep you on there all the time. And I think that hearing you say that, I'm like, that is exactly what it is. Like that's where the competition kind of comes in without you even really thinking about it, I think. Like, if I'm not constantly posting something or if I'm yeah. not consistent, like I said I would be, like, if I don't post the three YouTube videos, yeah. I am failing and somebody else is going to get something that I may not have gotten. And it's like, at the end of the day, is any of that really true or does any of it really matter? You know, it's, it's so interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. It's like back in the day when there was no social media. It's like, you know... There was none of this, oh, my God, we have to do this because everyone else is doing it. And if we don't do it, it's not, you know, we're not going to be cool enough or we're going to be missing out or, you know, it was so nice to not have social media and, you know, all of that pressure and all of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just to, to have, like, I know for me personally with the YouTube channel, six years in, you know, I would, you know, I could have potentially had a lot more subscribers, but at the end of the day, I'm there just to share my love of books. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm not here necessarily to play the game, right? It. And the people who are with me, exactly as you said, it's a community. And I love that. Same with the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. In doing Instagram, have you found a lot of other category readers? Um, I have, yes, which is lovely because um, in my sort of normal day-to-day -day life, there's not a lot of people that share my love of category mm -hmm. romance or, you know, and so it's nice to sort of come onto social media and find a group of like-minded people who do mm -hmm. read the same books that I do and, you know, share those books. It's really nice mm -hmm. to actually yeah. find some like-minded people. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. And that's the good part of social media. <laughs> yes. yes. That's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Because Sarah um, and I are always like, we're always like, well, we want to talk to people that just read and don't really do social media. But then it's like, yeah. but how would we find them if, we're, yeah. if we don't find them on social media? <laughs> <laughs> if you could have lunch with one author, who would it be? And what's one question you'd ask? Ooh, I've thought about this because this is a really hard one. Because mm -hmm. there's so many authors that I want to take to lunch and question. We like the occasional hard question here on the podcast. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Make you think. <laughs> but <laughs> if I've thought about this and I, I really like Sophie Pembroke. I like her <sighs> writing and I'd love to mm -hmm. take her to lunch and quiz her on how she writes so many different books under so many different names and how she keeps them all so straight and how she writes so differently. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah. I just find it fascinating that she's got all of these books on the go under different categories, different names. It's amazing. And I'd really yeah. love to get her um, take on it and, and how she feels about it all. It's, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're huge yeah. Sophie Pembroke fans here. We are. <laughs> yeah. We would love to know it as well. So if Sophie's in your knitting circle. Please yeah. let her know <laughs> <laughs> that we have, have a question. Back, 
Ooh, we should have her back and invite Sarah. We should. <laughs> we should. If Sophie Pembroke ever listens to this, just, just you know, just, just think know. about Sophie. <laughs> yeah, I need to talk to you immediately. Yes, right. <laughs> Sarah without an H has questions, okay? Yeah. I have questions and I need answers. Which is, like, okay, so, okay, so if you, if somebody came to you and they were like, what Sophie Pembroke should be my first Sophie Pembroke. Which mm-hmm. one would you recommend to them? Ooh, I would say, and I've only just read her new book, and I would recommend that one completely. Yeah, the Princess and the Rebel Billionaire. Um, no, yeah. the new one, the no. Vegas. Okay, oh, yeah, so yeah, my bad. Okay, sorry. Sarah, Sarah posted it, and I commented like, "Oh, some, you know, something, something nice." Like, "Oh, we love Sophie. She's, you know, whatever," and. She, being the queen, Sophie Pembroke, was like, oh, I'll email you a copy. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But thank (laughs) you. (laughs) So thank you, Sarah Loves Mills and Boone, for your post (laughs) and letting me come. (laughs) The cover of that book is just gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, I know. I know. It's so weird because I feel like you just read The Rebel and The Rebel and The Prince. What what is time? I know, I feel like you just read it, so yeah. When, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, she has another one. That's what I, I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, that's her newest one, right? It came out like two weeks ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about that one? Would be the one that you would point people to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just love it because it's so full of emotion. It's so full of different. Yeah, it's got different facets to it. It's got a little bit of you know, a lot of emotion. It's got, um, you know, a, um, I love the fact that there's a bit of, um, oh, what do you call it? You know, English aristocracy. Is that the, okay. <laughs> I love, and I, I just love the marriage of convenience trope. Mm. I love that sort of stuff. And it's just such a good book to sink your teeth into. It's the first one of her new series. So it's always good to start with, you know, the first one because that gives you the background. Um, and I just, look, I just love Sophie's writing. I think she's amazing. So, yep. yeah, definitely this one would be the best one. Right. When you have a favourite author, their new book is always your favourite, is it not? It is, pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to try this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> try this one, try this one. <laughs> Ebook, audiobook, physical copy. What's your preferred reading method? Oh, ebook for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to read a lot of physical books, but um, ebook now because it's so much more convenient. It's so easy to just pull out my phone and read it when I'm traveling to work on the bus and, you know, during lunch times and stuff like that. It's just such a convenient way to. Um, to read and you've got all your books there in your bookshelf um yeah so I love e-readers now I gotta ask this as as a, as you're a Mills and Boone reader is there like do you buy digital copies from Mills and Boone and if so how do you read them like is there because here in North America we have an app that Harlequin provides for us to read off of them just curious yeah. from where you are what it's like well I buy them off my iBooks um, gotcha. So they okay. they do have a website and you can download them to whatever reader you've got. Um, but I buy okay. them on iBooks. Yeah, fair enough. 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So Mills and Boone, I feel like I saw Mills and Boone once upon a time. And if anyone from Mills and Boone ever listens to this, I mean, we love, we get huge support from Mills and Boone. So I'm hoping someone big time, listens. Big time. I <laughs> swore that they had an app. They were advertising an app. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it was something else, but like here, like Sarah said, it's called, we have the glow Glow, and it's an app. Yeah. It's dedicated to like the, like, um, the, you know, when the books come out at the beginning of the month or whatever, we can one click away and they go straight to that app. So you guys don't have something like that? Not that I know of. No. And I've, no. I think you're right. Extensively. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we do. Um, I think they do in the UK. They have something. Oh, okay. Um, oh, all yeah. right. Okay. But um, here in Australia, I don't think we do, which is a bit Fair. sad. But Interesting. Hey, you know, it's it's the same like, you know, if you're a kid, you know, big bad Amazon, say what you want about it, but it's easy for me to get my books on Amazon. You know what I mean? Mm. And have them delivered oh, yeah. directly to my Kindle. It's brilliant. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We love hearing romance origin stories. So how did you, Sarah loves Mills and Boone without an H, how did you become a romance reader? <laughs> I I became a romance reader when I was probably a, a early teens. And I mm-hmm. used to read the Sweet Dreams books, which were sort of the introductory teen kind of teen Mills and Boone, if you like. Mm-hmm. And so I read quite a lot of those. Um, I got them, a, a relative of mine dropped off some bags that her daughters had finished reading. And I read those. And then as I got a bit older, um, I'd go into the the shop and I saw all these Harlequin Mills and Boons. And I picked up a few and I just started reading them and I guess my love just grew from there. So you started with category right from the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. But let's back up a minute because (laughs) Sweet Dreams is what, from the 80s, Sarah, with an H? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Don't age me, Brie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't want to ask ages here, but Sarah without an H, like I just, just, just learned through doing the podcast about sweet dreams so how easy how easy like how are you accessing these books um well I used to go to secondhand stores and Mm -hmm. they used to have a lot of them there are Um, you kidding me no they are so hard to find here Sarah with an H (laughs) I've found a handful of them I've got I'm staring at two of them on my shelves right now I mean, I've bought a couple from like eBay, but the mm-hmm. prices people are charging for those books. Oh I've my got, goodness. I've gotten lucky and found them in thrift stores. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Keep going, Sarah, without an H. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, no. I'm I, so um, happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, I loved those books. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. it just sort of seemed like a natural progression um, to read the Harlequin. And I think they were called Wills and Boone Sweet when I started reading them okay and yeah then they then it progressed um as the years went on at the you know changed the name and mm-hmm. all of those sorts of things so but yeah so romance reader from way back nice yeah one thing that we kind of talk about is like it feels as though young adult now which it is so powerful and has some really Huge. important books but like 
you don't see series like that anymore. Like you don't have those young adult mm-hmm. romance series. I mean, there's authors that are doing them and they're fabulous. Jenny Han, Morgan Matson, but like those paperback romance series, just, they just kind of had their moment and you don't see them so much anymore. No, you don't, do you? They've, it's mm-hmm. just really sort of disintegrated into sort of, as you say, there's a lot of authors that do the young adult um, books and everything like that, but there is no series um, like the Sweet Dream series, which is really kind of mm-hmm. sad um, because a lot of teens, I think, missed out on that sort of era. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, um, but yeah, no, definitely there's nothing like it um, mm-hmm. nowadays. So when when you began reading category, um, mm-hmm. now you started with Sweet Dreams, but then after that, like as the you were reading the adult ones, was there a specific line that you were drawn to the most, or what was the first line that you remember reading? Um, I remember reading the Sweet Romance ones, so the blue. I think here in Australia they were blue um, on the cover, okay. and I remember reading books by like Liz Fielding. Um, I think I remember. Donna Alwood, I think I read mm-hmm. her first book that she published. Um, <laughs> in And, yeah, Ali Blake, um, Nicola Marsh, all of those sorts of authors, um, they were in the sweet sort of romance. Um, mm-hmm. And I started with them because I just loved the, you know, the sweetness of those. Yeah. You know, they, um, yeah. You are one of the first friends that we made online when we started the podcast mm-hmm. and created social media. Uh, and it was amazing to see you sharing your love of category rom- romance on Instagram. So what inspired the creation of Sarah Loves Mills and Boone and your presence online? I think it was just because I had started sharing um, on my Facebook and my sort of main Instagram page. But there was really sort of people would say, oh, you know, why are you reading those? Um, read some good literature, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought, well, you know, I love these books and I'm sure there's um, places out there, um, you know, I'm sure there's a place out there for me. And I thought, well, if I just create Sarah Loves Mills and Boone um, and just see, you know, if any like-minded people um, were out there, um, mm-hmm. I just wanted a place to share my love of all things category romance and find people that share the same um, interests as me. And, yeah, so it just kind of took off from there. I just um, started sharing and, um, yeah, gradually a few authors started following and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, built up a really really good community. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think of blogging or was in, had was blogging kind of had I don't know. I don't want to say blogging had its heyday cuz I, I blogging is still really important I think in the romance world. Um, is, but did is. you ever think of that or was it just like nope, I'm going to make it work on Instagram? I just I thought of blogging for a minute, but then I thought Instagram and just doing the reviews and sharing mm-hmm. books and the new and upcoming books. Um, I just thought that sort of thing was more of an interest to me than sort of blogging. Yeah, I just, I guess I prefer that um, Instagram sort of um, sharing to to blogging. Well, I have to thank you for the work you do because I love when you post those photos, you'll do like, here's what's coming out from romance in like January (laughs) and February. And I'm like, oh, she is doing like 
the work because <laughs> you'll have like all the covers on one picture it's so pretty to look at and it's like mm-hmm. like the uh, oh gosh the shoe diaries I think it comes out in oh. January and oh. I learned about that off of you and I'm like oh yep I need this I went on neck alley <laughs> finally got approved <laughs> oh. it's like so, like I just stopped the website the the Harlequin website yes. and you know because they they will often put up the books that are coming in January, February, March mm-hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. And, you know, I just love seeing the new covers. Like they're all so amazing. And the Shoe Diary one, oh, my God, I love that. It's like, the cover yeah, that one is just it looks so fun, right? I'm like, I'm so intrigued. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I have to have that when it comes out straight away. <laughs> you sound like me like way back in the day I'm going way back in the day when Harlequin's website was actually eharlequin.com yeah. and it was a big to do that the new books for the next month were out early do you know what I mean like you could see yes. the covers and yes. the first of the month every first of the month I'd be in front of my damn laptop <laughs> like, <laughs> what's coming out next month like it's a, I know my soul oh. sister across the world I swear I <laughs> <laughs> I am. Well, I sit there and I go, "Come on, what's the next ones? Show us. Yep. Come on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yep. have to have it now. <laughs> right. Add to cart. Um, yes. <laughs> pre-order. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we have a friend who's beginning her category journey romance right now on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, we know that for a lot of people, finding their way into category can be daunting. What advice would you give to someone wanting to give category romance a try, but unsure of where to start? I would say just go slow. See, mm-hmm. have a look at all of the different ranges and all of the different um, all of the different categories, all of the different lines. And really pick out, you know, maybe try one from each. Um, have a look at the the covers, the back. Um, you know, often you'll find on websites you can see like the first chapter. And so have a read of that and see, you know, if you like, I guess in um, if you're reading other, you know, like murder mystery type books, try Harlequin Romance Suspense or Suspense, mm-hmm. you know. Try the suspense books um, if you like, um, you know, that sexier sort of romance. Try Desire or the, I think it's Presents in America, but modern here in Australia. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, just try everything, you know. Try yeah. a little bit of everything and see which one lands, you know. There's no right or wrong. Um, just dig in and you'll find, you know, they'll find their way and they'll find which ones um they really love and they might um, you know it might be surprising mm-hmm. yeah 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 I just I just watched her video today actually um and I, I, she's in Denmark I'm sure she's in Denmark but she did one she was doing the desire line and I this was yeah. from back in October I'm way behind on YouTube videos but anyway she read one by Naima Simone and one by JC Lee the the um temporary temporary you know, wife temptation about. Thank you. And she loved it. And she was really worried because she said, I didn't know if I'd like the desire line because of the nature of the books. But she loved that one. And she said, so just because, like she said, like, I'm not dismissing the line. You know what I mean? She goes, you have to kind of exactly as you've said, read a little bit, see what you like, you know, see authors that you might like. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, if you're going to read desire, those are definitely two really good places to start. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely, because you never look. You 
No, if you've never read them before, you never know what is going to appeal to you or not. And I think dismissing a book, you know, just because of the line or the nature of the series or whatever the case, Mm -hmm. you know, it's you're going to miss out on some really amazing books. Like I've never been one for medical romance. Like I had never read medical romance previously until this year Um, and I just read Tracy Douglas's um, latest um, medical romance and, Mm -hmm. you know, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just amazing, you know. You don't, um, you know, you just pick up a book and, you know, don't dismiss things just because of the line you think, oh, you know, that's not appealing to me or, you know, it might be a bit, um, you know, not something that I'm interested in, um, have a go, mm-hmm. see how, you know, if you don't like it, you can always um, not <laughs> finish the book. Yeah. Exactly, like you can always put it down. I mean, no one's forcing yeah. you to finish the book, right? That's Absolutely. it. That's yeah, it. I definitely yeah. had a st- I had a stigma with medical. I thought it was going to be too hospitalish. Mm, I'm like, yeah. what is sexy about that? But <laughs> it's not. It's like it is. It's not. That's just. It's kind of like reading a cowboy romance, or yeah, it's, you just, know, it's like it's their job, like right? Yeah, it's their, it's the yeah. setting. It's their profession, but it's mm-hmm. a small part. Like the romance is still front and center. You yeah. just mm-hmm. know these people are in this world, this particular world. Yeah. Yes. It's, you know, it's, a, and it's amazing because you think you can sort of pick up a book and think, oh, you know, that's, it's going to be too cowboy or too medical or mm-hmm. too this or too that. But, you know, if you don't give it a go, you're never going to actually realize what the books are about and exactly. not yeah. properly, you know, you can't then say, well, you know, I don't like them because they're too medical or they're too, you know, too country or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Because if mm-hmm. you haven't read it, you know, you're never going to experience it and you're never going to get the full picture of of these lines. Well, now that you've read a medical, is there still a line that you feel like you don't read that much of? I don't read that much of the um, intrigue. Like I can, okay. I'll read a few of the suspense, mm-hmm. but intrigue, I haven't really um, read a lot of those books. And a lot of that line, um, I don't know. I think it's just I've read maybe one, and to me, I just thought, you know, I think I prefer the suspense one because okay. the romance is front and center of that, and I find that they're a bit more. To me, they're a bit more interesting. The storylines, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. I mean, because yeah. of knowing the way that the lines work, that intrigue is definitely more intrigue than romance. If you're reading these books for the romance, the, su- the suspense line is definitely going to be the way to go. Yes. yes. I'm yeah. a wimp. Like, Sarah can eat intrigue up like candy. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I can read one or two a month, and then I may need, like, a three-month break until I read the next one. They are... <laughs> too much for me i mean they're so good but they are so, so realistic it is so creepy they're so creepy to me. i know I, like, I read one and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have nightmares for like the rest of my life yes. <laughs> like I, i'm always asking i'm like how do you sleep at night sarah i don't know how you do this hey, well, too I'm, much. I'm reading this while watching an episode of csi in the background so all is well <laughs> exactly 
<laughs> Something we've learned from doing the podcast is how different Mills and Boone slash Harlequin is in different parts of the world. And we just always love to hear, um, as, as a reader of Mills and Boone in Australia, what are some of the differences you see? Um, oh, gosh. It's very different here in Australia, I think, with the reception of them. Like, I know that there's the different lines that have different names and different covers, which the covers are beautiful. Um, but I think here in Australia, there's a lot more, I guess, people aren't as willing to talk about their books that they're reading. They're not willing to sort of, you know, they, they don't admit to reading them, I think, because mm-hmm. there's still, I think here, there's certainly that stigma of, you know, oh, Mills and Boone, they're terrible, you know, that sort of thing. So I think certainly it's very different here in Australia to, say, um, over in America or or anywhere else. Um, yeah, it's a very different. Oh, we see that here, over here too. <laughs> Sarah's always, well, Sarah with an H is always like, there's probably a lot of cat, like closeted category readers that, yeah, you know. I guarantee it. Because I can't be the only one buying all of these books. Right. <laughs> right. The money is going somewhere. Right. I'm, somewhere. Not, I'm not personally keeping Harlequin afloat. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> You and me combined. It's just yeah, nuts. yeah, yeah. So we've got the North American market covered. Sarah's got the Australian market covered. <laughs> well, I mean, because like, okay, so we thought that Sarah and I we wanted to go to the UK because we wanted to go to Waterstones, and I can't remember who we were talking to, and they were like, "Yeah, yes. they don't sell our books in Waterstones," and we're like, "The land of Mills and freaking Boone, and you can't go into a Waterstones and get them." That is crazy to us. So, okay, what, like, where do you, do y'all mostly, like, can you go to the store and buy these? Or is it mostly having to rely on online? Um, what are the lines that are most popular over there? Because, like, yeah. you guys get our version of heartwarming over there, right? Yeah. Which um, was kind of a shocker. We kind of do, but they're more, they're... Over here in Australia, they're under, they're not under heartwarming. They're under what we call Western romance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And also the Mills and Boone Heart. Um, okay. So they kind of split those, the heartwarming books into, into those two categories. Um, and so heart is like a mixture of heartwarming and special is edition. it, okay, okay. And then yeah. true, well, wait, oh my gosh. Romance, true love is, remind me what that is over there. So that is the so that's our forever line, which is forever. The, okay, yes. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So you do get special edition over there too, ish. Um, kind of, sort of, sort of. Yes, we do. Um, in in those two, the in the western and the um, heart category. Um, but you know, I get my or I see them in places like Target. Um, really, and. They're not really in the mainstream sort of book. You can't go into like a normal bookshop and find them. I had to actually order years and years ago. I remember I wanted to read um, one of the Fortune series, the Mm -hmm. special edition, and I had to actually order it in because they didn't carry the line at all in, and I think it was Fuller's Bookshop. So, yeah, we only really get it in, say, Target and our big W stores. 
Wow. Okay. See here, you don't, we don't see them in Target in the state. Well, I'm in Texas, so I can't speak for the other, you know, 49, but I'm states, assuming yeah. it's the same because we have a lot of authors that live in Texas. So, but I don't see them in Target. I don't think they're in Targets here. Uh, anytime mm. I've been to the States, because we don't have Target in Canada, because clearly even Australia gets Target and we don't. Um, <laughs> excuse me, Target. 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 And no, I've never seen them in a Target in the States, but we have them in Walmart. Oh, yeah, really? we have a Walmart, um, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so we don't have Walmart here in Australia. So. Ah, I'd rather Target. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, like Target is like the best slash the worst. You go in there for toilet paper and you walk out with like $90 worth of stuff. It's awesome. That you weren't expecting to buy. <laughs> of it came from that stupid dollar clearance aisle that they put right in front of the door. (laughs) Did I need all of this? (laughs) I don't think for me it's so much as the target as the fact it's American and there's so many things that you guys get there that we don't have up here. That's why I'm kind of like, ooh, give me all the things. (laughs) Yeah, but I love hearing when you go to like Savers or whatever, the the thrift Um, bookstore. uh, Yeah, thrift, but what the hell is it called now? I can't remember. <laughs> Value Village. Value Village. Yeah. Yeah. You get heartwarming slash special edition yes. in like one line together. One thing I'm interested in is how do they decide which books to I pick? Think... Because they don't pick everything. No, it must be like the Western go under Western. Am I right, Sarah? Like the Western would yes. go under Western. Anything that's not Western would go under blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yeah. So all the Western, like the Stella Bagwell and the... Mm. um you know, authors like that and all the sort of the Western sort of style books go under the Western romance and anything else goes under um, heart, which is mm-hmm. special edition slash heartwarming. <laughs> yeah. I was perusing the Australian site earlier and I think that's what I noticed, that that's yes. the, the split. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we used to, years and years and years ago, they did – stock some heartwarming books but maybe I'm guessing they weren't as popular as single titles so they moved them um, to these two categories and that's what I'm assuming yeah because I was wondering I guess my like special edition right say like this month we have a Terry Wilson a Kathy Douglas a Christy Rimmer right like Mm. you may see say the Kathy Douglas but you may not see the Terry Wilson yeah Mm -hmm. is that because they Australia, the readers enjoy the more Western feel books than necessarily like, you know, Terry Wilson's small town Vermont type story. Like, I guess I just, I don't know how they pick. What is the deciding factor of like what goes into that series and what doesn't? Mm -hmm. I think it's just, um, as you say, they, I guess people um, who have bought, they monitor um, who buys what and you know, they mm-hmm. because they put um, some of the books they have, um, you know, two authors in the one book, um, and whatever's more popular, I guess they will filter that through and put more out. Um, you know, I remember there used to be um, pre COVID when I was going into the bookstore, into Target and stuff like that, there used to be, you know, a whole shelf or a whole lot of shelving with all of the romance lines but now it's you know you go in and you hardly see any Mm -hmm. Um, you know I think I've seen more of the um, modern which is the presents 
um, on the shelves and whether that's because um, it's not as popular and maybe someone's gone through and um, <laughs> wiped the shelves clean. But, yeah, it's just um, really interesting to see what gets left on the shelf, what's um, not yeah. available. It's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I would think that Forever would be popular there because, I mean, you guys have – freaking michelle douglas and you you all all have so many of Mm. those authors you know yes yeah it is quite popular um you know you've got to be really lucky to to get those books um in store um which is another reason why i like to um have them on my e-reader because you don't have to wait you don't have to go into the shop and get really disappointed when you don't see the book that you like yeah (laughs) It's so true. You don't do any subscriptions? Um, I don't, no. Um, I have looked at it, but um, I think I just like to, you know, pre-order them myself and and Mm -hmm. have that whole thing. Yeah, we were. I was telling Sarah recently. I was like, I think I want to do a subscription, but I just haven't pulled the trigger because I mean, we talk. Sarah always talks me through it, and she's like, "But then the sale happens on Friday." <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you could just get them for cheaper, you know. And I'm like, you can get more books for less price, and you're like, you're right. <laughs> I may have just bought, you know, the buy three, get two free, just saying. Oh, I bought in on that too. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> every Don't Friday, Garrett, Garrett every Friday looks at, looks at the bank statement. He's like, oh, you've already made your purchase for Friday. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> every Friday I spend a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. So, Sarah, do you have any, like, do you have a physical collection at all of the Mills and Boone? Or are you just strictly digital? Um, I do have a physical collection, um, not mm-hmm. so much of the the newer ones, um, but I do okay. I do have quite a collection. Um, I've been told that I should start a bookshop because I've got so many <laughs> that I could probably stock the bookshop. Um, but the problem with that is that I'd probably sit there and read all of them, and I wouldn't be very happy about giving any away. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, no. Mine. Exactly. So you like to you like to get the older ones physically? Thrift, yes. you thrift, yeah. thrift, thrift them essentially, right? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Like I feel like we're just all three best friends because that is right. so us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sarah is like Sarah, especially like she loves reading ebooks. But like if she sees an old Harlequin, she's gonna buy it. You oh, know, you because the it's, one it's I said I had nineteen fifty six. Yeah, the one from nineteen fifty six. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. There's mm. just something about having them on your shelves, isn't there? There is. Just it's pretty. just like you look at them and they're all so pretty and, you know, mm-hmm. you just, it's, they're so nice to have there and yeah, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. them. I would never, I don't think I'll ever give them away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're the, like the book blogger-ish Instagrammer that we know from Australia. I haven't really seen anybody else category romance wise from over there. So, I mean, we know what YouTube and Instagram and all of that, what it looks like for us over here. Mm. What does it look like for you over there? Like, do you feel like you're the only one over there really talking about category romance or just romance in general? I do. There's a lot. There's not a lot of um, other Instagram 
um, book accounts from Australia that focus on category romance. Um, I think there's one other lady that does reviews, but I haven't seen, like I've mainly seen people from the UK or America that are doing Mm -hmm. um, the Instagram but yeah, not really here in Australia. That's so, so interesting. So I kind of feel like I'm carrying mm-hmm. the can for Australia. <laughs> you are. You are. She's the knitting circle representative in Australia. So if you're right. over in Australia, hit up Sarah Loves Mills and Boone, okay? She's the uh-huh. knitting circle representative for that side of the world. <laughs> We're just all three of us are going to meet up in London. It's fine. <laughs> And go to the grocery store and get Mills and Boone because Boone, we, know yeah, we, can't exactly, to, yeah. we can't go to Waterstones and get them, yeah, no. snobby Waterstones. <laughs> that scene from Pretty Woman where we all walk in with like bags of books and just look at them and go, you made a big mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, oh my gosh, I think it was Heidi Rice. I think it was Heidi Rice. The, like, yeah, yeah. They're just really kind of up themselves, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of the bookstores are. They when you ask if the you know if they carry a certain author or if they carry Mules and Boone, they just look at you as if you've crawled under from out from under a rock or something. Yeah, it's like no, we don't have those here. Now, I, I do feel like I, I mean we are lucky here because Barnes and Noble does carry them, and yeah. I maybe it's just that don't give me shit for what I'm buying look that I have but I'm like I I wish some you know nobody ever says anything but I have been in Walmart I went one day to Walmart at like eight o'clock and they had done the thing where they ripped the covers off and Mm. somebody just left a basket full of those books out for people to see and I'm like aren't you supposed to like hide this so like nobody sees that this is a practice that we still do but Mm. yeah I yeah, we can. I, I do feel like in that sense, we are pretty lucky. I mean, the big bookstores have them in Walmart. But after that, it's 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 thrifting, really, which mm. I mean, I feel like we still get pretty lucky there, too. I used to go to the thrift store and I'd buy like because it'd be like buy four, get one free. And I'm like, all right, I'll buy 15. So free. <laughs> <laughs> So I would take them up to the cash and this, the kid, it was, it's always a kid. It's a, it's always a guy. Right. And he'd, he'd give me a look and I, I remember saying so many times, oh, these are for my grandma. She loves reading them. And then I got to the point, I'm like, why am I explaining to somebody else? And I'm like, no, these are for me. And this one woman in line behind me one time, she's like, you're going to read all those? Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, like, no, I'm just going to say, what, what, what are you looking for? Look pretty. <laughs> You're one a day, that. lady. That's a true. pack a day. I'm a, I'm a pack I'm a day kind of reader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us some of your favorite Mills and Boone's reads you have read this year. There's a few. Um, lay them on us, girl. Lay yes, on please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really loved Costa Rican Fling um, with the Doc uh, by Tracy Douglas mm. that I just read recently. That was amazing. Um, I really love the the older characters, like the the characters in their forties and fifties. I love seeing them yes. represented because there's just not enough. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, love, agree. I love, love, love seeing them represented. And that book was amazing. Like it was such a good emotional read, but also um, you know a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah, she's a and that's a medical one as well, which is really good. Vegas Wedding to Forever by Sophie Pembroke. That was mm-hmm. 
fantastic. Um, the lights on Knockbridge Lane. Oh my gosh, Rowan, Rowan Parish. So good. <laughs> so good. I, I, I love that book because it was the first, isn't it, the first male and male romance mm-hmm. from Mills mm-hmm. and Dune. I mean, how yeah. amazing is that? It was fantastic. I mean, it, yeah, and it had every, I mean, it was sweet. It was sexy. It had the most adorable, like, single dad type story, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just was perfect. I, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved how the daughter loved science. I mean, it was everything, everything. It, yes. I just, oh, I, I just love it. I love it. And, you know, it was amazing. It just, oh. I hope there's I hope there's many many more of those. Agreed. Books. A Child's Christmas Wish by McKenna Lee. Oh, and I love McKenna. Oh, we love she's McKenna. She's amazing. That oh, it's just amazing to see. And this is the thing that I really love about category romance nowadays. They're so inc- like they are being more inclusive and they're representing mm-hmm. more. It's really good to see. That's really mm-hmm. encouraging. The Princess and the Rebel Billionaire by Sophie Pembroke. That was the first yes. one in the Billion Dollar Matches series with Rachel Stewart and Andrea Bolter and Jessica Gilmore as well. Um, oh my gosh, they were so good. It was yeah, amazing. I read that one by Sophie and was completely oh. shocked because it was sexy. And I'm like, wait, this isn't what Sophie Pembroke does. I know. <laughs> I, I, was so I'm like, I was shocked. I was like, hang on. Intrigued, but shocked. <laughs> I was like, this is different. Yeah. Am I reading the right author? <laughs> it's like, is this, is but this wasn't it a or? brilliant series, you guys? It was like, so it brilliant. Good. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was such a good series. <gasps> oh. Do you like a lot of series, Sarah? I do. I read a lot of series. Um, I love the. I love how they have you know like they do that continuity with the all the characters and you get to see their yes. growth. You get to see them in the next books and all of that sort of stuff. I really love the connecting ones. The series like I love the Fortune series. Mm. Um, that's an amazing series. Um, I read Jerry Halli- uh Jerry Halliwell. Oh my god. Um, the Silver Valley PD, Jerry by Jerry Croto. Jerry Croto, yeah. Jerry Croto. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I loved her series, um, The Silver Valley PD, um, and I read her book, Stalked in Silver Valley. That was one I read this year as well. Um, that was That's amazing. That's the romance, uh, romantic suspense line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just really amazing books and such detail. Um Yes, yeah, so um, she's another one of my authors that I really love. Kelly Anthony, um, Off Limits to the Billionaire, which is in the modern. I love that book. Random question. Do mm-hmm. you all do? Do you all have the historical line there? We do, yes. Okay, um, okay. I haven't read many hyster- historical books. Um, I've read a couple, um, but not um, extensively. Yeah, I, I'm... I'm not much of an historical reader, mm. but I do haul some of the historical line. I, and I, I want to read more of it. I think this, like Harlequins, is perfect for me because they're not crazy long. Like a lot of historicals are just too much for me. 
Oh, they're just so long, aren't they? Like... Yeah, but like, yeah, but like in category, you know, they're shorter. So I'm just, I know mm. we're going to get straight to the point. So yeah. I, mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. appreciate them for that. Cause yeah, like three or 400 pages. I'm like, mm, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, not my thing. <laughs> I'm good. Christmas is coming, which mm-hmm. in your side of the world, what season is Christmas in? So our season is summer. So it's sort of, it's not like your winter Christmas where you get, I think you guys get winter there, don't you? Or sort of. Yeah. Um, but we get very hot weather um, in Christmas. Um, okay. Which, it feels like Texas because here it's hot yes. <laughs> for Christmas too. <laughs> but here in Canada, not so much. Yeah, she gets snow. <laughs> Yeah. So is it hard for you? I mean, well, it's all you know, so yes. you wouldn't know yeah. anything different. That's no. Okay. But- so, so do you kind of like escape to like into Christmas romance? Is that a reason that you enjoy them because you yeah. are like experiencing it a little different? Yes, I because I love because it's hot here and you know you don't get the snow and and all of that sort of stuff. So it is lo- it is nice to be able to read and to experience that white Christmas and you know the, all of the traditions um, in those Christmas books. And it is you know you kind of can escape into it and you think wow that's amazing you know it's so mm-hmm. different to actually real life. Um, that I experienced so yeah it's it's really nice to to read about it and to to see what other traditions and and um, you know how different it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you started any Christmas reading? Um, I have I've read or I've started to read um, it's a medical romance um, which is it's called Christmas Miracle at the Castle by Alison Roberts. Okay. Um, I have that on my list. Oh, yes, it's good. It's good. I've just started reading it. Mm. I've got Cara Coulter's uh, Snowbound with the Prince. That's my that's mm. on my Oh, list that cover's adorable. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, aren't they so adorable, those covers? I'm like, oh, yes, yes. My mm-hmm. Man Crush Monday. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I do. I start reading. I mean, I can read Christmas romance all year round. Same. But I do, I do love this time of year when they do have the room, like the Christmas books coming out in the romance lines. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I love it. Yeah, because the covers are so nice with the snow and everything like that. It's like, oh, it looks Agreed. so nice. They're just so I cheerful. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they really are. Tell everybody where they can follow you online, like all the places. I'm only predominantly on um, Instagram. Um, so Sarah loves Mills and Boone. Um, follow me there. Um, I don't, as I said, I don't really do the Facebook um, with my romances um, as much. Um, but yes, Sarah Loves Mills and Boone is where you'll find me. So come join. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Please do. My knitting circle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the knitting circle. Well, <laughs> listeners, Make sure you check the show notes. We will have links to where you can keep up with Sarah without an H loves Mills and Boone. (laughs) And thank you so much. We have been just talking about this like all week. Like we're chatting with Sarah this weekend. So we're so excited. (laughs) I've been so excited. It's so good to talk to people that actually love the same thing that I do. It's so nice. And you guys are awesome. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, again, make sure you check the show notes, guys. Keep up with Sarah Mm -hmm. Loves Mills and Boone. She will hopefully be back. We are going to, you know, eagerly persuade her to come chat with (laughs) us again. So Mm -hmm. be on the lookout for that. And Sarah and I will chat with you in our next episode. Everybody have a good day. Mm